Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. What is now on ESPN Radio. More earth, wind, and fire. That's what everybody needs in their life. Makes you so happy. Welcome back to Now, ESPN Radio. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org anytime you need. Blue and gold if you're on the MSU campus or otherwise. Thanks for the text. A couple other Olympians that we missed. Dawn Allinger, she was a uh, Bozeman product, so a bunch of Bozeman products on this uh, Montana Olympians list. Allinger then played hoops at Washington State and then made the Olympic team in 96 in handball. She also was an assistant coach in, uh, at Montana State once upon a time in, in women's hoops as well. So that's a good one. A couple others. Mary Osborne Andrews, a Billings West graduate, was on the 1980 U.S. Olympic team and uh, also had a, a decorated career at Stanford. And then Monica Trinnell, who's uh, more um, visible now because of her life in politics, but she also uh, was almost an Olympian. Uh, but certainly was a, a world-class rower as well. Um, I'm trying to see if she actually made the Olympics or not. Oh, yeah, she did. 2000, Monica Turnell competed in the 2000 uh, Summer Olympics, uh, as well as in 1996 as well, so pretty cool. And then one other one that you guys let me know about, Sam Schultz was an Olympic mountain biker who uh, lived up in the Rattlesnake and rode along the Rattlesnake Trail. So pretty cool, a lot of fun athletes from the state of Montana, and it's always uh, fun to... Um, to learn new stuff. Another text, Barry Osborne Andrews actually qualified for the 1980 Olympics, and of course, that's the Olympics that was boycotted, so she didn't get to go, but certainly was an outstanding uh, Montana athlete. The 19th annual SponCon is coming up in mid-September, September 16th to be exact, and they're taking registration for teams right now at Home Resources. Designed to inspire a culture of reuse with a free, engaging community activity, Spontaneous Construction, or SponCon for short, has become an annual Missoula tradition. Teams have seven hours to build their most masterful, functional, creative piece they can dream of using only materials found at the Home Resources uh, Reuse Store. Teams can be made up of anywhere from one to five folks, and uh, they're going to be provided a space to build, access to power, and use of the welding and cutting stations. The context uh, draws teams of artists, DIYers, and builders uh, to create works of art and utility. Uh, if you want to find out more or you want to register your team, homeresources.org backslash SponCon, or you can just swing by to Home Resource uh, in person, 1515 Wyoming Street here in Missoula. It's actually just right up from my house. I go there all the time. It's an awesome resource. Great place if you're doing DIY stuff to find Stuff that you need that's sort of recycled, which is great. You're, it's way more sustainable. So uh, homeresource.org backslash SponCon if you want to learn more. Time now for ESPN Roundtable. 
presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, great place to gather with family and friends alike. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner between 7 a.m. and midnight. They also have an early and a late happy hour pretty much every night of the week. More than 25 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers. Go check them out there on the south side of Missoula, Paradise Falls. Missoula's coolest hotspot. We're joined now for our ESPN Roundtable by a great friend of the show, but someone we haven't heard from on the air in quite some time because she's been so busy. She's got a new job down there at the Big Sky Conference, formerly of SWX Montana Television, and now doing a great job handling all the digital media for the Big Sky. It's Alex Eshelman joining us here on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Alex, great to hear from you. I know I've been texting with you a little bit, but I haven't actually heard your voice. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you doing? Colter, it is such a pleasure. I always enjoy being on your show, and it's like a blast from the past, even though it wasn't that long ago that I left Montana and did a little hop, skip, and a jump over to Utah. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, very well. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, fill people in on your new job. It, it's, a, it's such a cool job that you have there in the big sky, and you're doing such a great job at it. I had a great time watching you on the Hall of Fame broadcast on Saturday night, and I watched a bunch of your stuff from Monday out of the Big Sky kickoff as well. But just g- give people the broad details. But what exactly does your job entail, and how's it going? How are you liking it? Thank you, Coulter. I appreciate that. I appreciate you watching um, and noticing. First and foremost, I have to say, uh, So, of course, my official new job title here at the Big Sky is Director of Broadcast and Digital Media. I will say, though, it is a full-on team effort. Uh, My primary role within curating content is telling feature stories behind the athletes, doing Player of the Week interviews, interviewing the coaches. Most of it and a lot of it is over Zoom, but a really great thing that I've been able to do is travel a little bit more to all of our schools and affiliates to sit down with athletes and coaches in person, tell their stories in person, and actually put together uh, a package, if you will, for our digital platform, similarly to what I was doing for ABC Fox Montana in Bozeman, um, but now just on a little wider scale and on the digital platforms as well as ESPN+. Plus. So it's been a great transition for me. I love it. I love working with all of the schools. And this Big Sky kickoff weekend was amazing. Well, we'll get to the Big Sky kickoff in just a bit. But now that you've been traveling around the Big Sky a little bit more, have you found any good hidden gems? you got any secrets for us? Got any good go-to spots to go eat or anything like that? Oh, that's a really good question, Coulter. I feel like I need to hop on your show again in the next few months. That's right. Then I will have a full-on answer for you. So far, the schools that I have really spent some time at are Northern Arizona. I can't name a specific place as to where. Actually, yes, I can. Macy's. That breakfast spot was very good. I will say that I'm a big breakfast person. Um, that place was great. I, I want to talk about Bozeman and Missoula, but I feel like I know them so well and I love every, I, I have a lot more experience in those two cities being that like, like, you know, I spent time in Montana before covering all the schools. So I don't want to include them quite yet, uh, because 
I like every single place in, in both those towns. Well, certainly be sure to ask you again here in a couple months. Alex Osmo joining us here uh, on the ESPN Roundtable. Uh, one guy you covered at Montana State, we both covered at Montana State, and it was such a, a fabulous story to cover was Troy Anderson, and, and he has now risen up to become uh, a potential starter in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons. But the uh, the Falcons posted a pic on their Twitter today of, of Troy walking into a training camp or into a, a workout, and he's sporting just a Montana-made mustache. He looks exactly like you'd think a cowboy from Dillon, Montana would look. All I kept thinking was, this kid's already going to be a star because of his talent, but now he's got the, the branded mustache too, and uh, I just thought it was great. Did you see this picture? What do you think of the stash that Troy's rocking? First of all, Coulter, I'm laughing right now for two reasons. One, you said that, and you took the words right out of my mouth. Troy Anderson with the mustache. It just, it's so perfect. And he rocked that mustache throughout his time at Montana State, too. I don't know another human that could wear that look better than him, especially because he is from Dillon, Montana. Um, second reason why I'm laughing is because one, Bill Lamberty just texted me and said, you need to tell Coulter how much you'll miss Friday night on the road dinners with your two favorite senior citizen friends. <laughs> that is one, and Dan Davies, which I miss my dinners with them every single night. That goes beyond football season. So, Bill, you better be listening still right now on the show because, yes, I do miss those dinners, and I will continue to miss those dinners. But back to Troy Anderson. I just, I love what he's doing um, in terms of just representing Montana within the Atlanta Falcons organization. And and he does it so well. He's so authentic. And, I mean, it just goes along with the mustache. No one else can wear it better. Alex Eshman of the Big Sky Conference joining us here on our ESPN Roundtable. Uh, let's talk about the event this weekend then. Football season now officially underway after the Big Sky kickoff. So sorry I couldn't make it over this week, but uh, you guys all did a great job. Uh, of covering it all, uh, but just tell us about the Hall of Fame first and foremost. This is an event that took a little bit to get going from the league perspective just because of the pandemic. They had this class picked out, and then they had to cancel the banquet, and it just became sort of a mess, but now it, it's back rolling. We've got two years done, and, and the induction ceremony on Saturday was really fun to watch, so uh, any takeaways? What were your highlights of, of the, uh, the second annual Big Sky Conference uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony? So I was unfortunately not able to make the first ever Hall of Fame ceremony last year, but I'll tell you this, Coulter, it was, it sounds dramatic. I'm a dramatic person anyway, so it's fine that I say this, but it was magical, and I think it set the tone for the entire weekend. Um, I really think that everybody came together and did a fabulous job from you know, bringing, just bringing everyone across the conference together and bringing some of the best of the best into one room. They shared amazing stories from funny stories to sad stories, happy stories, uh, a lot of reminiscing going on. And I think the, the one thing that really stuck out to me that a lot of actually all of the in, inductees kind of hit on within their messages is that we would not have been who we are today we would have not had our experiences our pro careers all the success that came after our schooling experiences if it weren't for the big sky and if it weren't for the the opportunity that they originally got and if it weren't for the people that made up each and every university so it was magical i loved it um 
Larry Larry Kristoviak choking up on stage and and just saying how special the Grizz uh, program is to him was was really amazing. Kim Exner of Eastern Washington, her funny stories. Archie Emerson saying that he wanted to play defense, but Northern Arizona forced him to play offense and. He was going to go home, and then his mom said, "You're not coming home. You're staying, and you're going to play offense." I mean, there were there were great stories. Um, just a special weekend and a, a special way to kick off the media day. If you missed this, I think you can still find it on ESPN Plus. At least you could as recently as last night. So if you want to go watch the Big Sky Hall of Fame, just go on the ESPN Plus and search Big Sky, and I think it'll just be right there for you. So go check out uh, the, what was a great event. And uh, even though I couldn't make it in person, it was fun to follow along. Uh, how about the kickoff? I mean, uh, the, the actual kickoff is for sort of the launching of football season and the media days and all that. Uh, you've had a bunch of great videos on the Big Sky Conference social media platforms, particularly on Twitter and, and Instagram. Uh, the last couple days coming out of this thing. But one of the highlights was just Bruce Barnum because anytime you put a, a microphone in Bruce Barnum's hands, you're going to get pure gold because he's just one of the funniest people I've ever met. What would you think of Barty? I mean, he showed up wearing his Hawaiian shirt and he was just ready to roll when he sat down with you for the interview. I love Barney. I describe him as the national treasure of the Big Sky Conference. And quite frankly, he's a national treasure within college football in general. Exactly what you just touched on, Coulter. He sat down and he was wearing his Hawaiian shirt. And I was wearing a full-on pink suit. Shout out to my mother. It's not my suit. I begged her to wear it, allowed me to wear it, and she did. So I wore this pink suit. And he sits down and he goes, green and pink go great together. This is going to look great for TV and started chatting with me. Um, one of my favorite stories that he told within the media day is we were we were hyping up Dante Sachere and how amazing of, of a quarterback he is. And he said, "Here was my one issue when he came in. He was at, he was 172 pounds, and he said it's really hard for me to relate to that weight because I think I was in the third grade when I was still." <laughs> And he goes, but we've 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 beefed him up a little bit. I've been feeding him, and now he's at a solid 193. And I think that's going to really help him this year. That is just one of the many funny little tidbits that he threw in there. Um, and gosh, there's just so many personalities when it comes to this group. It's fun. That is one of the most fun parts. Is you just you get to see how distinctly different all the programs can be and, and the leadership at those programs, how different they could be. And I do think that this collection of coaches right now, there's all sorts. I mean, you know, you got, you got the mob boss, Tony Soprano and Jason Eck, and then you got, you know, Mr. Hilarious and, and Bruce Barnum and you got Mr. Stoic and Brent Vegan. And, you know, then you got everybody's favorite villain and Bobby Halk and, and on down the line. I mean, Aaron Best, you know, the 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 old lineman who did it and became a head coach, and he could just go on down the line. Dan Hawkins and his astrophysics, and then his son's in the conference now, too, and Andy Thompson, Mr. Big Sky, been in the league forever, and uh, just on down the line. They're all so much different, but I mean, that, I think that's what makes it fun, right? 100%. 100%. I think that this group of head coaches, it's such a breath of fresh air, Coulter. I think just the Big Sky Conference in general, with all of the change that's happening within uh, college athletics right now and really college football, I think that our conference 
And, and when I say our, our conference, I mean our athletic directors, head coaches, student athletes, everybody in between, you know, the people here in, in the Big Sky office. I think that the, the main goal of keeping it pure and genuine and remembering why we love college football in the, in the first place is at the forefront um, of our conference. So with that being said, it, it's kept at the forefront with all these different personalities. You, you said it best. You know, Coach Vegan is so calm, cool, collected all the time. Uh, Bobby Houck is, you know, big timber legend, just a classic Montana man through and through. You've got Jason Eck, who sports a, a fabulous suit along with his two players and Aiden Hatton and Jermaine Jackson at the, the media day. Barney, hilarious. The list goes on. I mean, it's all, more than anything, it's good people. It's good people, and I think that's what makes this event so fun every single year. Well, you mentioned Alex Osherman joining us here on uh, Nuana's Doubts, or ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls. You mentioned your great pink suit and uh, Hayden Hat looking pretty snazzy too, but he had a lot to celebrate as the big sky uh, preseason player of the year on the offensive side of the ball. But I thought that was great. I mean, one of the biggest storylines in the conference is how well Idaho did last year and how they have all this hype coming into this year. And me, my biggest question mark about the Vandals is, can they handle the hype? Can they figure out a way to, you know, when everybody's kind of gunning for them, uh, still have a, a similar level of success and, and get back to the postseason again? But I thought the fact that, they walked in with so much swagger, and they're wearing the suits. And, you know, I mean, Coach Eck just looks the part all day long, and he, he empowers his players to be confident, to be brash. Not cocky, but certainly, you know, to, to truly believe in themselves. And uh, I think that really came across, uh, especially in your interview with Hayden Hatton. So I thought he was one of the breakout stars of this, this event, both because of the accolades he received, but also just because of the, the persona he sort of showed. But I, I thought it was great that Idaho just walked in there with all this confidence and said, hey, no pressure on us. We're here for it. We, we love it. Oh, I, I completely agree, Coulter. I, and you're, you're so right about everything you just said. First of all, I mean, it, the, the outfits were amazing. And I sat down with Hayden and Jermaine. They both said, this, these were my prom outfits. This is my senior year prom outfit. And I would like to give, throwing it back to Barney a little bit, I would like to give him some credit. I don't know if this is why Kojak and company dresses the way that they do for media day. But last year, Barney, I believe, pranked Eck in saying, hey, since he was a new head coach in town, he goes, hey, by the way, media day, we all dress up and we all wear suits. Um, <laughs> so we do, do would be looking really snazzy for media day. I don't. I would. I would like to think in my head that Barney has something to do with them keeping that theme going. But knowing Jason Eck, he's. You said it perfectly. He's not co cocky. He's. He's confident, um, and he owns who he is. He's very proud to be a Vandal. He's. He's revitalized that program and the the vibe and the atmosphere within Moscow, um, and. I think that they can live up to it, Coulter. I really do. I would like to think that they can. Again, it's not cockiness. It's pride. Um, it's confidence. 
I think that's really important in today's day and age in teaching the student athletes on, you know, how to own who they are, talk about who they are. Um, and I mean, we're in the, we're in the age of NIL kind of now. So how can you brand yourself and market yourself in the, in the classiest, most humble way possible? And I think that they're doing a good job of that. Hey, Nat, certainly one of the breakout stars of, of this uh, conference, but you always get to see sort of flashes and glimpses of, of other guys that could become, you know, sort of reputable household type names. Anybody else that stood out to you? Anybody else that uh, had some star power that you think might be a breakout star this year in the league? I think that's a great question. I think the the things that really stood out to me, one, also, I, Coulter, I want to tell you something. I apologize if you can hear a lot of people talking and laughing in the background. We've got the Stack Student Athletes. It's like their little leadership committee within the conference here in office today. We're doing a whole conference with them. So I apologize if you can hear the laughter and, um, and all the conversations in the background. They're having fun, which is a good thing. Back to your question. I think that the quarterback group within the big sky is going to be elite. I'm really excited to see Miles Hastings, uh, Dante Sachere, the the dynamic duo and Sean Chambers and Tommy Mallott take the field, Jacob Sermon. That's what's really exciting me um, for this upcoming year. I am also sticking with the Northern Colorado Bears, David Hogue. I had a great conversation with him in regards to being injured primarily, actually all of the 2022 football season. And then the year before that, he was the leader in the league for tackles for loss, third in the FCS. Um, So I think that, and I would like to hope that he has not a breakout year because he's already proven his worth two, two seasons ago, but I want to see him and I hope that, you know, he comes back to full health and just dominates for that team. So one of the most interesting guys in the league as well. He, he's studying to become uh, a chef, a, a professional chef, and, and uh, he, he's got a bunch of culinary background. Last time he was on this show, he told us all about how he's going to move to France for the summer to, to do some sort of internship at a chef school. So really cool that that's, uh, that goes hand-in-hand with playing D1 Athletics. Definitely rooting for David Hogue as well just because uh, of everything he's been through, and uh, he's just a really good, really good dude that's spent some time with us here uh, on ESPN Radio as well. Alex Eshelman. Megan, her long away to return here on uh, ESPN MT, so appreciate her for taking some time. It's our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls uh, of Missoula. What'd you think of the Grizz guys and the Bobcat guys that were there? I know you spent some time with all of them. What were your impressions of A.J. Forbes and Trajan Cotton from UM and, and uh, Chambers and Nolan Askelson from MSU? Loved them. Hard not to love them. Uh, let's start with the Grizz guys. Trajan Cotton, first of all, a fellow Sacramento area native and forging a path to say the least for his family first to graduate from college. And not only that, but he he's gotten his master's and is continuing his education. Uh, That alone is amazing. Um, And has such a warm way about him. Very welcoming, you know, feel to him. AJ Forbes, we got to get him. I mean, I think you already have had him on the show, but, He's the founder of his own sports broadcasting company in Barnburner Sports. He's got he's got the merch to go with it, Coulter. He does podcasts. He has his own social media for it. Amazing. I can't wait to see what he does within our industry. And then 
my Montana State Bobcats, my OGs, before I came over to uh, to the conference. Sean Chambers, a class act, a leader. Um, he also pranked me live on air, so thank you for that. I asked him <laughs> a question. I said, oh, you guys aren't looking too far ahead on the schedule and yada, 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 but what do you think about your revenge game, if you will, against the reigning national champions in South Dakota State? And he goes, oh, we're not playing them this year. And I paused, Coulter, and I was like, um, did I just get something wrong? (laughs) While we're live on air, he goes, no, I'm just kidding you. And I go, oh, my God, I can't. But, you know, I feel so grateful to have those types of relationships um, with Sean and and with with the Bobcats being that I, you know, like I said, I was there before. I, I covered all of these teams, uh, and they, they kind of gave me my first chance before everybody. So I owe a lot to them. Nolan Askelson, another class act, Montana native. He's, he had a funny story on the show as well. I asked them about um, how fun it was to go to Yellowstone with their teammates, and if there was any one person that they wouldn't bring back. Nolan goes, I, I'd love to go back with the California kids because they just, were fish out of water, of course. I mean, I understand. I'm from California. And so he goes there, basically, he goes, it's just, I tried to convince them that this could explode at one point, and it's an active volcano, and they didn't believe me. And I said, he, he goes, Google it. You, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. And then he said, one guy on the team ventured off on his own, and he wouldn't go back with him, but he's a good teammate and didn't expose who that person is. So what? what Long story there, all four, such great guys, great leaders, and really excited to see um, that both of those teams have a great year. ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Go check them out at 3621 Brook Street. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Plus, they have a full-service bar with drink and food specials all day, every day. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Alex Eshelman here on our ESPN Roundtable of the Big Sky Conference. Alex, it's been too long. It's great to hear from you. Keep up the great work. Uh, we'll certainly be in touch now that football is right around the corner, but uh, thanks so much for joining us here today. Coulter, always appreciate it. It's an honor, and I can't wait for another Big Sky football season with you. There you go. Well, best in the biz. How about one of the best in the state? Brady Reed, the Montana Gatorade Soccer Player of the Year out of Missoula Hellgate. He's in studio with us next. Bunch of football talk coming at you. And I mean the football, the beautiful game. We got Women's World Cup coming up later on as well. So keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah, but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. We've had a 
pretty much consistent string of Gatorade Players of the Year in studio because every summer we do our senior spotlight, highlighting some of the best individual male and female athletes that have just graduated from high school in the state of Montana. We're joined now by Gatorade Player of the Year in studio, but he's far from a senior. He's actually only going into his junior year at Missoula Hellgate. Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas, and I'm here now with Brady Reed. He's a Missoula Hellgate guy who's headed into his junior year there for the Knights. Knights have been on quite a run these last several years. Uh, the kings of Montana soccer for four years in a row. And to this young man, a uh, huge contributor, especially these last two years. So uh, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for making some time. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank you. Uh, very good. First of all, you had a busy summer already. Yeah. And uh, you guys are you guys are going somewhere soon, right? Uh, so we had to kind of squeeze this in. So I appreciate you making time. Uh, what's it been like? What have you been doing these last couple weeks and months? Uh, well, right after school ended, I had a tournament with my club. And then I headed down to Colorado for a tryout within MLS Academy. And they offered me a spot, so I'm going to head down there in a couple days. And I'm going to start playing with them, the Colorado Rapids. Well, how exciting is that, man? Really exciting. I mean, you got to... That's something where... a lot of guys probably dream about it, but to actually get an opportunity to do it. So, I mean, what was your reaction when you first heard that you were going to get a chance to, to get into this academy? Uh, I was super hyped, and I told a few of my friends right away. And, yeah, I'm just super excited to play for them and see if what I can do there. We got soccer on the brain right now uh, for a variety of ways. First of all, uh, schemed up a new soccer segment for the fall. Chris Chitovitsky, the head coach of the uh, women's soccer team at the University of Montana, uh, he's going to join us uh as often as possible, sounds like uh, pretty regularly, weekly uh, uh, is a possibility. So we're we're working on that, but certainly a ton of Grizz uh, soccer coverage coming up for you this fall. Also, the biggest uh, tournament in the world on the women's side is going on right now. The United States plays tonight against the Netherlands. So uh, Women's World Cup underway. The United States a huge favorite in it. So a lot of soccer talk uh, coming your way. So make sure you, you keep it tuned here, but also... Subscribe to Soccer and Snow and Smoke, Andrew Houghton's uh, great soccer podcast, uh, talking all things beautiful game on the international level, the national level, and the statewide level as well. I'm sure he's going to have a bunch of high school preview stuff coming up. And, uh, of course, we'll have Grizz soccer coverage and uh, any any and all other fun things we can possibly squeeze in as well. So on that note, I'm going to let Andrew sort of take over uh, this interview for a little while because he's our soccer aficionado. So I'm just going to sit back and listen a little bit while, while these guys chat about the beautiful game. I guess before I let Andrew in, though, what do you think of the game tonight? Are you going to watch the match? Uh, if I find the time to, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, Brady, first of all, uh, like Coulter said, super great to have you in here. I, I'm so curious about what you're heading into because I think that's the big news here, and it's super exciting to hear you uh, get in a spot with the Rapids. What's that going to be like? I mean, what all does that entail, and what are you looking forward to about that the most? Um, well, I think we train at least five out of the seven days a week. Uh, two sessions a day, and school in between those two sessions. Uh, the sessions are two hours long. I'm going to be living on my own in like a uh, kind of like an apartment thing, and then um, we're going to be playing, I think, 65 games plus tournaments, so that should be a lot of fun traveling all over, and I think we have like three tournaments at least or something. Yeah, it's really exciting for people who don't know. This is the the real path towards becoming uh, a professional, to having a chance at a professional career 
especially in this country. Uh, Brady, I kind of want to ask you about the road that you took to get here because it's it's difficult, especially in Montana, but anywhere in the country, uh, getting an opportunity like that, getting seen, uh, getting scouted. What's been your path to get here to get this opportunity? Um, I think a lot of it has been through ODP and like the regional and the national team. I think that's gotten me a lot of exposure to these high-level teams that then became interested in me. Brady Reed in studio with us. He's the uh, reigning Montana Gatorade Soccer Player of the Year uh, at Missoula Hellgate Night and uh, on his way down to Colorado uh, for a, a pretty cool opportunity. When it comes to the jump, I mean, you've been playing competitive soccer in a variety of different areas. What do you expect that initial jump to be like, though, especially you know coming from playing in Montana primarily to now doing this? Yeah, um, I think it'll definitely be a lot different than Montana soccer, but I think I'll be able to compete and hold my own at the Rapids, and yeah, I'm just really excited to play there, and I think I'll have an impact in the games that I'm in. Brady, let's go back to uh, your career here at at, Hel- at Hellgate. I mean, one of the, the best programs in any sport in the state, uh, won the state championship, of course, your freshman year, and then you really broke out this year as a sophomore, what's it been like playing for Jay Anderson and just uh, on those teams and, and winning back-to-back state championships? Uh, Jay's a great coach. I love Jay. Um, on and off the field, he's supportive of everyone on his team. And just, yeah, he's a great guy. I absolutely love him. Um, freshman year, I didn't get nearly as many minutes as sophomore year, but I think playing with the senior heavy team was um, very helpful for me in like exposing me to what high school soccer is like and what my level would need to be for sophomore year when I kind of took over and dominated. Um, but then sophomore year, uh, I've been playing with these kids for as long as I can remember and I've had long lasting relationships with them like my entire life. So I think a lot of the chemistry helped with winning it. And then just like we team bond all the time. So everybody just pats everybody on the back and is supportive of everybody. And it's just, a, it was a complete team effort. And what was that transition like? I mean, I've talked to Jay about this and it seems like it was pretty seamless. I mean, you guys won, ended up winning the state championship. You were the best player in the state. So it seems like it was pretty seamless. But what was it like going from like you mentioned, that senior-heavy team your freshman year, and then and then this year you were one of the most experienced players on the team. You were you were sort of expected to be the leader and that dominant player. Yeah, um, it was different, that's for sure. But I think Jay and just like the Hellgate expectation that we need to be the best just held us accountable, and it really helped us train hard, especially towards the end of the regular season against Kellen Hap. Helena Capital. We really wanted to win that game, and so we worked really hard for those two weeks leading up to it. And t- take me back to uh, the state championship game, and, and particularly the goal that you guys scored. I mean, I, I've watched the clip a ton, but just y- you picked up the ball at the top of the box, essentially made the run, put in the pass for the goal. Take me back to making that play, and, the, and then that moment when when Luca put it in the back of the net. Um. Yeah, Henry just, I've watched the clip a bunch too. Um, Henry, he headed the ball out from about the six 
and I just ran after it and picked it up. It's one of our tactics to just leave one of the guys kind of at the top of the box to pick up the ball when it pops out so that the opponent can't just smash it back in at the goal. And so I ran after it and I just picked it up and just saw space ahead of me and nobody really supporting me. So I just went for it. And I mean, dribbling has always been probably my most dominant skill of mine. So yeah, I knew I definitely could pull it off if I tried, like if I, it could happen. I knew it could happen. And I knew that just throughout the season, people would get in the box for my crosses. So I just went for it. And then I saw my striker, Max Williamson, I saw him streaking in at the six and he was pulling a, the two defend, the two center backs um, towards the goal, which left space behind him for Luka Musco. And I just dropped it to Musco and he smashed it with his left top left. Pretty darn impressive way to win the state championship. That lifted Hellgate to a 1-0 to win over Billing Senior for the state title. And given that and then the way that they won the year before when Marcus Anderson scores a goal at extra time in Missoula at the fort. I mean, it's been some pretty cool uh, moments here for Hellgate soccer as of late. But I wanted to ask you that. Brady Reed of Missoula Hellgate, the uh, reigning boys Gatorade soccer player of the year from the state of Montana, uh, in studio with us here uh, on Nuanas Now. There has been such a great tradition at Hellgate, especially these last 10 or 12 years. You're one of a variety of guys. I mean, I think you're the fourth Hellgate guy that's been on this show after winning Gatorade Player of the Year. I mean, Matt Baldridge and Marcus Anderson and Beckett Arthur. So is that something you think about? And if so, I mean, how proud are you to be a part of sort of that history, that legacy? Um, I'm very proud to be a part of it. I was ecstatic when I heard the news that I had won. Um, I was thankful to Jay that he selected me or to be nominated for it and then even more happy when I won it and yeah I'm just glad to join those legends of Hogate on this like great uh trophy yeah it's it's a great accolade for you what do you think has been the this the the secret or or is there a secret why why has Hogate soccer been so good these last handful of years um I think we might, honestly, just this is my honest opinion, I think we might get a lot of the best talent from the different age groups coming into freshman year. And then those freshmen and sophomores, if they're not on varsity, a few of them swing up, obviously, just as swing players. And they, our varsity team is always working hard day in and day out. So when those players um, get that experience just training with the varsity, they don't even have to play a game. They want to keep that they want to make varsity so they keep that work rate and they bring it down to the younger teams and it just spreads on and then by the time they get to varsity they're still where they need to be last one for you here brady before we get you out of here i'm just i'm curious uh, sort of in that same vein um you've done a lot of, of of unique things you've got this great opportunity coming up with the rapids uh you won the dallas cup with odp national team earlier in the summer how does it feel to be accomplishing those things and being able to to represent Montana while you're doing it? Because there have been not a lot, if if any, players who have who have uh, gotten those opportunities and gotten those accolades, especially at a young age, out of Montana. How does it feel to be doing those things on the national stage while representing Montana? Um, it's amazing. Uh, when I tell my teammates on the national teams that I'm from Montana, I get a lot of weird looks and like, wait, what? And yeah, it's just, it's been my dream. I've like dedicated 
every free hour that I have to soccer and just making sure that I can make it to where I want to be. Well, it's a great story, and uh, there's a lot of the story yet to be written, and uh, that's what makes it so cool. Brady Reed in studio with us, the reigning Montana Gatorade Soccer Player of the Year, on his way down uh, to play for the Colorado Rapids developmental team, which is going to be a great experience for you. Last thing for me, what are you most looking forward to then? Are, are you nervous? I mean, you got to be kind of nervous, right? But this is a, such a, like you just said, you've worked your whole life for this. Yeah. Um, I think when I get nervous, which is pretty rare, I think it's more of an excited nervous. Like, yeah. am I really about to do this? Am I really about to do this? And am I going to perform well? I think I'm going to. And I think that I could be one of the best players if I work hard enough for it. Well, keep on working, man, and uh, best of luck. Thanks for making some time for us. Yeah, thank you for having me. We'll keep you up to date with what's going on with this young man uh, moving forward. But that's our footy 15. Uh, it's presented by Young Mazda, and we have uh, some a bunch of soccer coverage coming up, including, to finish out the show, the women's United States national team plays in the World Cup against the Netherlands tonight. We'll give you the scoop. What do you got to watch uh, while you're watching USA at the World Cup tonight? That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Feeling rock, like in a rock and roll mood today. A little corn for you on your way back. Thanks so much for hanging out. Hope you have a great Wednesday. I've got something to do tonight. And on down to the Missoula Paddlehead Stadium. They're hosting a watch party for the Women's World Cup. Paddleheads are on the road uh, back at home next week. But a couple fun events coming up down there at the, the uh, Paddleheads Stadium, including on Saturday night, a fight night under the lights. But if you want something to do tonight, they're showing the U.S. Women's National Team World Cup match down there. So go check it out. Also, Saturday night, fight night under the lights, the Fight Fusion Series coming up. If you want two tickets, we got some for you. They're at a ringside VIP table. All you got to do is call us right now. Call number 3-406-888-1029. You want VIP passes? To fight night under the lights down there at uh, Ogren Park Saturday night. Call us right now, 888-1029. That's 888 Missed anything on Nuanas Now today? Jam-packed show. We did Big Sky uh, Word Association. We also uh, talked some uh, Olympians from Montana. 
Talked a variety of Big Sky Conference football topics with Alex Eshelman as part of our ESPN Roundtable. And we heard, just right there, in studio from Brady Reed, the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year and uh, in, in boys' soccer, and now going to get a chase a professional opportunity with the uh, MLS developmental team for the Colorado Rapids down in Denver. So pretty cool for uh, a Missoula Hellgate product who's uh, now going to be playing with some of the best of the best when it comes to youth soccer in the entire United States. So uh, pretty awesome for him. Uh, all of it on the podcast presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org anytime you're in the market for some new blue and gold. Again, free tickets to the fight Saturday night, 888-1029, 406-888-1029. You want to go to the fights on Saturday night down there at the Palad Stadium? Do it. Call us. Uh, we've only got a couple uh, minutes here, but I'm very fascinated to see uh, the United States women's national team tonight. As you know, I'm a huge fan of sports, but I'm not really a sports fan. That's I talk about this on the show all the time. I think I actually have... One of the most pleasant sports viewing uh, experiences of almost anybody I know because I don't really have an emotional investment in any of the sporting events that I watch. Every once in a while, the Minnesota Vikings will drive me nuts. But other than that, I I pretty much just watch the sport to see whoever's going to win or lose, but it it doesn't emotionally affect me whatsoever, the result. I have fun no matter what, and I love analyzing it, breaking it all down. But the one time that I do watch sports when I really do root hard for a team is when it's an international competition and it's America versus everybody else. I don't know why. I, I do know why. It's, I, I, you know, proud to be an American. My parents raised me with uh, very much patriotism in our family. And uh, also, I mean, it's part of what being an American is all about, right? Being great at stuff, especially when it comes to the sporting world. And so anytime there's an international competition and it's the USA versus anybody and everybody, Let's go. Let's go USA. I'm always rooting them on hard. So it'll be fun to see uh, the United States women's national team tonight. They play the Netherlands, which is the team that they played in the World Cup uh, championship match the last time the World Cup rolled around. So uh, it's also going to be really fun to analyze this team because of sort of the the dichotomy. you got the familiar faces who are some of the veteran players. Then you got all these new players that are sort of pushing their way through to become the next great star. So we'll have plenty of analysis for you about what goes down tonight. But if you want to go check out Team USA versus the Netherlands Women's World Cup, go go to the Palette Stadium tonight. Appreciate you for tuning in. We'll see you back at it tomorrow at 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now <laughs> for the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um 
you know, I just wanted to make sure uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.